Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Today, our guest is Ariana Lovato from Honeycomb Home Design in California, and we're thrilled to have her here to just shed some light on how she manages um, to be a busy business owner, a mom, and do so much marketing and PR on the side. Welcome to the Designer Discussions Podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. Are you ready to get serious about your marketing? We're opening the Designer Discussions Marketing Studio, a monthly series of in-depth, actionable content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here, Miriam, Maria, and Jason. Yes. And there's, a, I could say so many more things about you, but um, I picked a couple that I think just really show, you know, how exceptional you are. It's like you were um, an NKBA 30 under 30, right? And yes, you also were a 2021 ASID ones to watch. Um, yes. You were nominated Maria for nominated me actually yes. for that. So that was all kudos to her. But yeah, that, that was an incredible honor to get that award and recognition for sure. So, and I think that's, that's one of the things um, that you have taken very seriously in terms of how you market um, your, your business and yourself. And, and I mean, when you look at the list of accolades that you've amassed, it's really impressive considering you're very young (laughs) still, you know, it's not like you've been in the business for 30 years. Yeah. That'd be impossible. (laughs) But so, Tell us a little bit about how, as a as a young business owner, and you've been in business for a few years and you're very successful, but tell us a little bit about how you view your marketing and PR and, and how you how you make it all fit together. You also have a, a, a young baby, so you're a very yeah. busy, very yeah. busy woman. So you think life gets busy before kids, just wait till you have a kid. And then it's like what was I doing before? Cause I just can't, it's crazy. how it's crazy, but you kind of just figure it out, honestly. And it just, now time is this really valuable um, thing that you protect with everything that you have. And it's just mm-hmm. like a time block as much as I can. And I value my time so much more now because I see how quickly it goes with the baby who's now Pierre's almost 10 months. So it's like, goes by so fast. It does. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, as far as marketing and PR, I learned very early on that in order to get business, you have to put yourself out there and you can't be afraid or shy to do that. And I think with social media, you know, some older clientele or older clients feel like, I don't really want to, I feel like I'm kind of bragging by putting my stuff out on social media. So they stay away from it. And I always thought of it differently. It's not necessarily bragging. It's showing like, hey, this is what I can do for you. And let me show you what a designer does. And let me show you the value that I can bring to you by showing these finished products, projects, but also showing the process behind them so you can really understand and appreciate how much work goes into it. Mm-hmm. So just even my projects that I would not put on my portfolio now, when I first started, I put them everywhere. Like, And I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm embarrassed of them now, but... That's how I just wasn't afraid to um, put it out there. 
because I thought, okay, I have nothing to lose, you know? And if I'm going to do this and I'm going to start my own business and if I'm going to give it everything that I have and risk everything that I have, then I need to really try because if I fail, at least I know I tried. And that was just my mindset going into it. I started Honeycomb when I was 25. I'm now going to be turning 32. And in that time, I've learned so much about being a business owner, running a team, uh, managing clients and expectations, but I've never forgotten how important PR and marketing is. And that's been the biggest, I think the biggest catalyst to our success is paying a lot of attention to that and dedicating time to it. Yeah. And I also, as I was perusing um, your biography um, in preparation, and I know you pretty well, but I'm yeah, like, let's see what, what she's all been up to. And I noticed that, I mean, you have a, an education, formal education, a degree, not just mm-hmm. in interior design, but also in business. Yeah. So we, and- I, I got both degrees because I figured, okay, I need to know, like, I need to know something about about accounting. You know, I need to know something about very helpful running yeah. a business that is going to help me, you know, not only manage the creative aspect of it, but also, you know, this business side that I think is a struggle for a lot of designers because we just don't tend to think that way. And um, mm-hmm. it's been hard for me too, but I've learned early on, like the things that I am not good at doing, I hire out, at least I know how to do them. But I hire out, you know, bookkeeping and accounting because I know that that's not the best use of my time. Yeah, I don't want to reconcile my account. I know how to do it. (laughs) And I look through my statements. But um, yeah, it just it is that time again, you know, it's that valuable Mm -hmm. asset. How am I going to protect it as much as possible? Mm. And you said something interesting about time blocking because um, we know from all of our conversations that you know we've had with um, designers and business owners. It's it's like people f- always feel like they don't have enough time. Yeah, right. So realistically, for you and you, you have a team of people, um, but the the marketing and the PR of it, you mo- handle most of it yourself because yeah. You understand the importance of it, but so when you do you block time in your calendar? And if so, like how how much how much time do you think you invest in marketing your business? I would say, you know, for social media, that's something that I post on every day and it's just you easy are for me. So prolific. It's just easy. I don't know why. It just I not it's not a problem. You know, TikTok, I gotta figure that out still, but I'm not there yet. But Reels and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn, those are my main sources of gathering leads and just, you know, marketing our business. That's easy for me to do. And I can dedicate, you know, half an hour a day to that, to those items, because it's just quick. Mm-hmm. Throughout my day, as I'm going through it, I'll take a quick video of a job site. I'll take a quick video of a presentation. I'll snap a picture mm-hmm. here or there. And then at the end of my day, when baby goes to bed, I have half an hour of just like, decompression time. My husband leaves me alone and I just catch up on everything. And that's when I do my postings or first thing in the morning. Um, and so, yeah, about a half an hour a day to social media. And then on the weekend, I usually try and spend, you know, one to two hours of time, either updating portfolio images on my website, putting together blog posts, maybe planning my marketing strategy, which I don't really have like a solid plan on it right now. Cause I kind of go 
go as I go, mm-hmm. but I've been putting more effort into, okay, what do I really want to be marketing this month? What's going to be important and starting to build a calendar for that. So I, I probably dedicate two hours, you know, on a Saturday for that. So I really don't spend a ton of time on marketing a week, mm-hmm. but I think that goes to show you that you don't have to do that. I mean, you can, once it becomes a habit, it's a habit. Yes. I think that's so crucial. And whereas we, we, we always do advocate for planning, but I agree that you can also have analysis paralysis, Yeah, you know, because you're just planning, planning, planning. And I've been guilty of this myself, but, and, but you're, you're so good at just executing, implementing, you know, just consistently. And I think key of what you said is that it is part of your routine. Yeah. It's not something that you do occasionally, but it's something that's that's part of that that's part of the the how you run your business and you do it pretty much every single day even just just for a story a short yeah. amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I understand how important it is to be visible. Your our clients now when they come to us on our website, they have already stalked us on social media for sometimes months or years until mm-hmm. they hire us. I would do the same thing. Whenever we go out to eat to a new restaurant, I am not going to go do a cold eating process at a restaurant. I'm going to research you. I'm going to go on Yelp. I'm going to look at real photos and then I'll go to you. That's, I mean, I'm treating a restaurant that seriously. Imagine somebody hiring a designer who's going to be, you know, in your life for a year or two years of time, you're going to research them. And somebody that doesn't have a social media presence or doesn't post often, I would, I would think, okay, well, what are they doing? You know, why, why is that not important to them? I was going to say, they're saying right now that 95% of the awareness of a business is occurring before you ever get a phone call. Mm-hmm. 95%. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it just goes to show you, because I think people, like you said, Miriam, get analysis paralysis. They want to be perfect. They don't want to post something that's not perfect. And I've just like, let all that go. I got to just put it out there because I think that's better than not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's your recipe for success. And it works on the PR side too. It's I've honestly very rarely worked with somebody where I say, okay, well, here's here's something for you. And you know, after like five minutes, it's done. Yeah. Because I know my opportunity window, I'm like, okay, that'll take me like 10 minutes of time. I can just do it right now before my next call, you know, or yes. before my next meeting. And then I just I get it done. You know, it's not hundred percent perfect, but I know it's good enough and it can mm-hmm. get out there and it will do its job. Otherwise nothing would get done. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. And because you are so productive and full of ideas and you also have a passion for educating um others in the industry. And so you set up your own podcast a little yeah, while ago. And I when did. You, when you first said that to me, I'm like, oh my God, I think she's crazy. <laughs> Because we obviously know um, that it, it's ju- it's another project. It's another um, thing you have to commit yourself to to do consistently. Yeah. And um, so, tell us a little bit about how what 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 the impetus was for you to do that, and how how you're how you're managing all of that in addition to everything else. Yeah, it was something that um, as I was sitting at home for the two weeks of maternity leave that I had. <laughs> 
which in all seriousness, very generous all the time I took because <laughs> when you run your own business, there is no maternity leave, but um, that's a separate topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was kind of thinking, okay, what is something that I could be doing? Like, you know, writing an ebook is something that is still a, a goal of mine to do, but mm-hmm. that takes a lot of time to put out the product content that I want. What is something that I can do? Um, a little bit more off the cuff and try and relate to our clients, but not only clients, also industry people as well. And I kept coming back to a podcast. And the reason I started the buzz by honeycomb is because I wanted to put something out there that was educational for our clients or future clients, but also highlighted the industry and the people behind, you know, the curtain, like the, your electrician, your framer, your painter, like, what do they have to say? You know, they're rarely put on a pedestal and spoken mm-hmm. to like an expert, which they should be, you know, and we have such a labor shortage and there's just an underappreciation for those trades that I wanted to talk to them, you know, and then provide insight to clients on, okay, these are the types of questions you should be asking your electrician, or these are things that you should think about before you hire one. And, you know, my strategy behind this was, okay, I'm delivering service to our clients, but also I'm building trust with them because they're, they know that I'm knowledgeable enough in the field as we're talking through this, that they'll trust me during their project. And so Mm -hmm. it just was kind of a twofold way of continuing to build the brand, but also serve our audience and relate to members of the industry as well. And you're already um, at, I think your third episode just went live, didn't you? Yeah. We put out our third episode. I have two more that are being edited right now. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot of freaking work, but it, I'm having fun doing it. And, um, but yeah, it's a lot of work. I have somebody. We can relate. We can relate. Yeah. It's, it's a lot to do. And you want to make sure that the conversation flows and all Mm -hmm. of that. So I'm, I am picking people that I have a good banter with and that could hold it, hold a conversation. So it's been fun and I'm learning a lot as I do it too. Yes. Yes. That's, I mean, you are amazing. I have to tell you Um, all the things I do. I'm I'm very impressed. And because you have, you have this, you have your system down, right. And it it's, it's working really well for you. And I, and I think number one, you are committed to your marketing, your PR, um, your social media, it's all an integral part of how you run your business. And I think that's the first thing that differentiates you from a lot of people in the industry that are looking at marketing more as a nice to have, you know, it's right. like if and when I get, or I don't have the time or I don't, have or pictures. when my business yeah. goes, if my business goes down, then maybe right. I'll do some marketing, you know, but it's, I think that the golden nugget really is that you have to do it consistently and then it's incremental. I mean, it's cumulative. It gets easier, you know, and you get better at it and you get better results. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that I, to me, my social market, uh, my social media marketing could be so much better because I'm just looking at other people and their reels and this and that. And it's just like, I, you know, you're constantly doing that like comparison game, but I think that's what also keeps me motivated to keep going because I Mm -hmm. see how much success these people have had. And I honestly think that I'm the best person for it instead of, as I had at one point thought about hiring a a social Mm -hmm. media marketing agency to do it, but you lose your voice. And I think that's the most important thing 
because when clients, you know, meet you, they want to feel like they already know you, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, I get a lot of that through people that follow our social media. It's like, I, I already know your personality. I know how you're going to be. And that is easy for me because I don't have to work as hard in the initial meeting. It's like, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. You know, it's true. I do think it's ideal if, if the, the business owner, him or herself can do it. Um, if it's within their wheelhouse, but yeah. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of people just locally. There's a lot of businesses that have asked me like, what's your approach? How do you like, Mm -hmm. what's your plan? What's your strategy? I'm like, I don't really, I don't have one. It's, I do it from the heart. You know, you kind of do this thing where you serve, 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 you know, provide all this stuff to your clients. And then you say um, a little bit about marketing for you, Mm -hmm. you know, serve, 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 and then ask. That's kind of the, the mentality that I've been kind of doing loosely, but I love that. Yeah. Mostly it's just explaining our process so that the people that call us know how much time we put into things and can appreciate us. And I think that's what we have lost with like Pinterest and all these pretty pictures that people don't give it enough credit anymore, the interior design industry enough credit. So all that said, Ari, what what is your best advice for some, like if, if it was you, you know, five, six years ago, when you first were getting started, what would you tell yourself? I mean, I would just do what I did where it's just like, literally put yourself out there and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And whether it's, you know, I cold emailed a bunch of builders in my area and I only heard back from one of them, but they're my best builder that I work with now. You know, it's just putting yourself out there and not being afraid to do that because what is the worst that could happen? They don't respond, you know? And if you are, if right now you don't have a good social media strategy, just start by posting at least once a day, you know, post, um, something that you're really good at. Maybe it's just a flat lay of some fabrics and a really pretty rug. And then Mm -hmm. you could start talking about, okay, these are lines that our firm carries specifically. And if you're interested in them, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you more information, contact us through our DMS, things like that. Um, because I think, like you said, people, when things are good, they don't, do any marketing because they're too busy, but that's the worst strategy because as soon as things go down, you're going to have to be playing catch up, catch up, catch up. Mm -hmm. Whereas the people that have been visible the whole time, they're going to be contacted first. It's all about visibility. True. In my old corporate days um, at Kohler, the strategy always was to gain market share when the market is bad because everybody, all of the competition was pulling back and ad spend, you know, ads and, and Kohler's smart like that because they're visionary and they would take market share from their competition. So That's the time same, to ramp up. Same, you know? same strategy, you know, yeah. different types of business. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's been in the back of my head because everyone's talking about this looming recession coming and it's like, okay, well, this is not the time to, you know, as busy as we are and I'm already working, you know, six, seven days a week. It's not the time to stop writing blog posts. It's not the time to mm-hmm. keep putting out content because I know that it may not be like this forever. It's very true. Ariana, how you feel about communicating with the press, like how you feel about like when you get the opportunity to respond to a question and that kind of thing. That's because I feel like people would think that when you're a media darling, like you are, that it's uh, a lot of work. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, that, that, it, that would be a lot of work or that you would, um, feel like that it was difficult. And then like, what does that really feel like? And what does that really look like for someone who gets as much press as you do? 
Yeah, I take advantage of the opportunity when a reporter reaches out and I've made so many relationships being in Miriam's group um, that I have these kind of ongoing relationships with these writers that I've met either through Haro or through Quoted. And every time they reach out to me, I'm stoked, you know, hey, I'll fill out, I'll, I'll give you these answers. I usually say, when do you need these by? Because it's rare that they need them the same day. And then I just schedule it in my calendar. I'm going to do this Saturday morning from eight to nine. I can fill this out, give them their info. And I think what makes a difference is I actually get back to them in a timely manner with everything that they ask for. And I don't think people do that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why, because it's literally free press and it takes just a very little amount of time. I'm also surprised at how many of the requests they're just looking for photographic examples of concepts like your yeah. um, zero entry shower. Yeah, I am. Yeah, like that job was we were featured in Dwell for that. It was the accessible uh, guest house that we did. And it wasn't like a, I mean, it was a cool project, but it wasn't anything that I would have ever thought that Dwell would pick up. But I think because I just put it out there and said, okay, well, this is what I did. And what do you guys think? They literally went for it. So it's just, again, it goes back to that not being afraid to put yourself out there because the worst they can say is no. And you, it's good to have your photo library organized. So when these requests come in, then it's easier for you to find the right photo. Um, and that's why send. I think it's best for the business owner to do mm-hmm. the marketing if you can, because you're going to have all that knowledge at the tip of your tongue. Oh, yeah, that was the countertop I used. Mm-hmm. I just remember all of that stuff. You know, oh, this was the tile that I used. No problem. Instead of having a member of your team do it, because they're inevitably going to have to ask you a question of something. I really appreciate in all that you do that you don't walk around with a lot of excuses for why not to do it. And you don't seem very fearful of failure. Is there anything that you can shine some light on about um, that you've learned to kind of help other designers see through those two things? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it may seem like I'm not, um, insecure or like comparing myself to other designers where all day long, that's all. I mean, that's, it's a natural thing to do. You know, you see somebody like killing and you're like, ah, that's what I want. But instead of like beating myself up over that, it gives me motivation and it kind of inspires me to think, well, if they did it, I could do it, you know, like why not just try? And, you know, you may not get that overnight success. Like everybody, you know, wants to be a studio McGee or Amber in tears and how much success they've had. And they've leveraged social media to get that success. You know, those are very um, rare examples of what you, what can happen. I'm not saying that's going to happen to somebody that starts posting tomorrow, but at least it gives you some motivation to show that things like that are possible. Mm-hmm. And the worst position you can be in is too afraid to make a move, even if you're going to fail. That was just the perfect way to close. So Ariana, thank you so much for coming on. Um, that was a good really- one. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. If oh, anybody wants to find out more about you, your business, your podcast, where is the best way to find more info? We are um, the best way to find more info is our website. So honeycombhomedesign.com. And then if you want to find us on Instagram, it's honeycomb underscore home design. And then you'll find our Facebook that way too. And then LinkedIn, we're on there. Pinterest, we're on there. So 
we're we're everywhere we can be except you TikTok. really are. I can't figure out TikTok yet. So that <laughs> next time we talk, maybe I'll I'm sure work that's on that. coming. <laughs> I'll let you know how to do TikTok. It's not yeah. that hard. I, I yeah, Maria, you, will, it'll be like a 15 minute like workout and you'll be like, oh, that is so much easier. I had no idea. So don't okay. Worry. We'll, get we'll have to do a talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to catch up on that on a, yeah. in a future episode. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, this was Designer Discussions with Ariana Lovato, and hopefully we'll see you all back here next week. Are you ready to get serious about your marketing? We're opening the Designer Discussions Marketing Studio, a monthly series of in-depth, actionable content to guide your marketing, PR, and business development. We want to help you transform your business and elevate it to work with your dream clients. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening. <laughs>